Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Resiliency and Running Podcast. My name is Liz, and I will be your host. I'm so excited for today's episode because it's just a really chilled catch-up episode. It's meant to feel like you're sitting down and catching up with a friend. I feel like there's lots to catch you guys up on, so I'm really excited. Just sit back and relax, and we'll just jump right into the episode. All right. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited for today's episode and I have to say and apologize in advance that I am a little bit sniffly. So if I sound nasally at all, I'm really sorry. I feel like I definitely caught something like because I had run Manchester Marathon and then I went and spectated London Marathon and I just feel like mass events like those you just can't help but catch something and I feel like it happens anytime I race any race and if it hasn't happened to you then you have definitely got the immune system of an incredibly strong person and I wish I had your immune system but today's episode is just meant to be super laid back just after the weekend that I've had and I feel like life lately has been super busy and I didn't want to put too much pressure on myself to try and like come up with something really structured and sort of like outline super last minute and so I just wanted to use this as an opportunity to catch up with you answer any questions that you have and share exciting news so we'll get into that in a second but of course let's start with some highs and lows All right, so my low for the week is definitely just, like I said, I'm getting over a cold and it's just annoying because I definitely am someone who doesn't get sick too often, but when I do, I just get like really annoyed because I do, I feel like I do deem myself quite a healthy person and I am all about like supplements and wellness and I try and cover all my bases, but I think obviously you can't control everything and so it's just been a bit annoying and especially on my trip over the weekend, it wasn't fun to be like a little bit sick and like getting over a sickness but I mean I feel like we're on the mend so we're almost there and I feel like I've got all the great supplements that I have almost every day with my beef fresh shots and juices and my Zuki products I literally use that stuff like every day and I love it so much if you're ever interested in trying any of the products I believe I have a discount code with both companies so I'll leave that in the show notes of the episode but my high for the week I mean there's a lot of highs that I talk about in this episode so I'll leave that for the episode itself but I'd say in general I feel like I've just got some exciting trips coming up and I'm just really excited and I think in general recently I feel like I've been just doing you know more more traveling and kind of getting out of London and whether it be something for like resiliency and running or something personal I think it's just like nice to kind of do that especially with like people and just getting out and exploring new places and especially going being able to go and like explore them running or hiking I feel like I've been getting into hiking a little bit lately which has been really awesome and I just feel like the weather this is like the perfect time of year when the weather is getting sunnier and just warmer and I'm really excited for the summer and yeah I think I'm also just like really looking forward to Chicago and I feel like now that I'm done with Manchester I'm really thinking about like my upcoming races and I've outlined that in a previous episode but I am especially excited for Chicago obviously and I'm just really excited to see obviously like 
with what a full training block will look like for me and what what results that'll produce for me at Chicago. But I think as well, just being able to like travel to Chicago and have that experience, I'm just really excited. And I just feel like, yeah, there's so many exciting trips coming up. So that is definitely the high for the week and just something that kind of like keeps me motivated when I'm like sitting behind my desk at work. But without further ado, let's just jump right into the episode. All right, so the way that I'm going to kind of lightly structure this episode is that I'll start with some exciting news. And if you follow me on social media, then you probably already know about it. If you don't, go and follow me. It's just at Resiliency and Running. And then we'll go into just a recap of the weekend. Even though I am coming up with a YouTube vlog soon, I'm not sure I'll get it up this week. It's just been so manic. And I I feel like YouTube vlogs are actually really fun for me to put together. This coming from the girl who's literally only put together one so far. But I think it's just so hard because there's so much content and so many little video clips to get through that like I find it hard to find the time to sit down and just like focus on that. So I'm definitely trying to find little pockets of time throughout the week, but obviously hard when you have a full-time job as well. But that vlog will be coming soon which I'm really excited about and again just I'm so happy that I captured it all and I think that that's really the joy that I've been finding with YouTube is like when I moved away from doing daily vlogs on TikTok and just kind of like the strenuous stress of like doing that every single day and like the pressure that I was putting on myself I think that this is just so much better because I can kind of pick and choose like when I want to you know vlog things and capture things and so I'm really I'm really enjoying it but I will say it is definitely time consuming but I think with the rate that I'm going at it's kind of similar to like you know if I'm doing like one podcast a week not that I'm doing one YouTube vlog a week but it's kind of like that one thing that you need to work on obviously the podcast is a little more pressure because I put that pressure on myself and I think as well being able to say that I've uploaded like at least one episode every single week for almost three years now is pretty crazy and I do not want to break that streak but yeah I will definitely recap this weekend and some of you may not know what I'm talking about so I'll let you know in a second and then I I like to kind of just from time to time post up a story with a Q&A box on my Instagram and just see if there's any like questions or topics you ever want me to talk about on the podcast. So I've got a couple of questions that I'll choose from there that I think are pretty good questions and kind of just good things to chat about that are pretty relevant and some that are sort of interesting. But yeah, let's start with the big news. So yesterday we officially hit 50 thousand listens on the podcast which is so nuts to me and it just like it makes my heart burst because I I always talk about how I started this podcast literally in my parents house in 2020 and I and I was kind of talking to some people about this over the weekend when they were asking me sort of how I got started with all the running stuff and really it started when you know I I started on this distance running journey and as you guys know I've always sort of run growing up and throughout my life whether it be in sports or for like conditioning in relation to a sport but it's never just been like kind of on its own but then even then when it was on its own in college it was still sort of the shorter distances because I just didn't want 
I didn't feel that I could push myself that bit further and I didn't really have the motivation to. Um, and I feel like in lockdown, like most of us, we kind of fell into distance running because there wasn't really much else to do. And I was really enjoying it and I really wanted to capture it in some way because I think to some extent, I definitely love sharing and like telling a story and like sharing experiences and connecting with people. But I will say that like I've always I've always sort of like been afraid of sort of putting my face online. And it's weird because I've always wanted to do YouTube since I was 13. I think I think I post that with my Manchester Marathon vlog because that was like a big moment for me of like I've lo- I've honestly wanted to like be not even like label myself as a YouTuber, but like produce YouTube videos and like share about my life online in that sort of format. But I've always let my fear hold myself back and so when people ask me like how I got started I feel like it's kind of a niche thing for me because I I started with the podcast and from the podcast I've kind of it's it grew into TikTok Instagram and now YouTube whereas I feel like other people kind of go the other way around and they'll start on YouTube they go into you know Instagram and TikTok and then they sort of end now with a podcast because they feel like podcasts are kind of like only recently sort of like have we started to see more and more since the pandemic I'd say but I feel like for me because I do also really like longer form content and I mean not even really that this is content this is you know just something that you're listening to but yeah I think I just wanted something where like you know I didn't have to show my face I didn't have to like you know worry about how I looked but I could still share my thoughts, my experiences, and connect with people. And so, and it was wild because I didn't even have like a proper microphone. I literally was talking into the headset that I'm wearing right now. Like just one of those like wired headphones that you plug into your laptop. Like I was talking into that microphone, which please don't, (laughs) I'm begging you, please do not go back and listen to those episodes. Like some of that sound and audio just makes me want to kind of pull my hair out. And I feel like I'm still working like on improving my current audio because I really want to get to a point where it's like really crisp and like nice. And yeah, I feel like that's still always sort of a work in progress and something I just want to always be constantly trying to improve on. But yeah, I was just, I had a moment yesterday of like, that's so like wild to me that you know, it was just something that I kind of started during the pandemic. And I genuinely just didn't think that anyone would listen. For a long time, I wasn't seeing very many listens. Like I'd maybe see 20 listens an episode that I, you know, that's probably like mostly my family and friends that are being nice and tuning in with me and like for me. But it's wild that now that like, you know, I go to different like races or run clubs or events and I meet some of you guys that tell me that you listen to my podcast. Like I think one of my favorite experiences out of all of them is when I was running London Marathon last year and this girl ran past me and she had sunglasses on and she quite literally like pulled her sunglasses down to look me in the eye and be like and she pointed at me and said I listen to your podcast and that was just like oh like just makes my heart so happy and I feel like this podcast podcast is just it's so nice because especially as someone who you know has like a separate day job and almost feels like she lives two lives this definitely feels like the thing that I'm more 
passionate about and it like whenever I come to record a podcast and sit down with the microphone it just feels like a you know just like being able to like let all my stresses out and just be able to sit down and relax and feel like I'm chatting and catching up with a friend and it just means the world that so many of you listen to the podcast now and I don't know I just and I was just so happy and for a while I think I've definitely spoken about it here and there I have always wanted to create like podcast merch and specifically I've always wanted like I've been on one like just thinking about a resiliency and running hat for like I think almost a year now of just like wanting to be able to like have apparel that has the podcast name on it and I think I've just always I've never I never really I I think I was too worried that like no one would buy it and no one would be interested but I think you know especially for 50,000 listens I mean I just wanted to do something to like give back and I I shared some of sort of the initial photos and what I was kind of thinking along the lines of yesterday and I got a lot of comments and messages of people just like I want to buy this now like where can I get it I'll wear it every day I want to like rep resiliency and running and I just like that honestly like it means the world and it it's it's still nuts to me even if it is just a few people it is so lovely to hear that and just so lovely to hear that like it's just so lovely to hear that the podcast like is you know means that much to people that they would wear a hat or some article of clothing that has resiliency and running across it and so I that's sort of the second piece of exciting news is that I will be coming out with podcast merch and once I do I will let you guys know on the podcast but if you want to know like exactly when I would go and follow me on social media because I'll I'll likely post that on like Instagram stories. I'm hoping to maybe like do a little bit of like a photo shoot with them so that I can like properly show you like, you know, what it looks like and everything. But um, yeah, and it's not at all like my purpose isn't to like make a profit from it. Like I don't want to like make loads of money or like make this like a side hustle. Like it's quite literally like because, you know, I've had like over this past year, like the Park Run girls, for example, say like, you know, how cool would it be if we all had like matching merch that said resilient and running and so I've just been kind of like thinking about what the best way to do this would be and and the way that I am doing this is just going to be I think in the easiest and best way possible for me but I'll definitely go into more detail about that on my socials so make sure to follow me there but yeah I'm really really excited to share about that but now let's talk about this past weekend because I think I'm still just like I think I'm definitely just still like trying to wrap my mind and my head around what happened and again this is going to be kind of fun because I can kind of just like chat through each day and all the details and you'll be able to see that in the YouTube vlog as well and you can see how you know all the different emotions and feelings and everything but essentially I was invited to go and hang out at Adidas headquarters in Nuremberg Germany or I guess we flew into Nuremberg but the actual headquarters is they have an abbreviation and they call it Herzo but it's a much longer name that I can put in the show notes of the episode if people want but I don't want to mispronounce it basically because I know knowing me and my pronunciations it's just not going to be good but it was genuinely the coolest weekend like starting with like the fact that 
Adidas like just took care of me and like the other creators so well. I mean, like a taxi to and from the airport, you know, both when we were departing and returning, it just made it so easy and so nice. And it just makes you, it's that like extra step that just made it feel so much more comfortable. And I mean, I'm not gonna, not gonna complain. The first day I got two Teslas, you know, in London and in Nuremberg and it was pretty cool. But the hotel room itself, once we landed was awesome. They, they gave each of the creators like a bit of like adidas apparel and a cute little note on the bed of the hotel and so it was just very cool to walk into a very very nice hotel and it was just lovely and the first day was kind of like a you know just arrive and like chill out sort of a day and i took it as an opportunity to explore a bit and nuremberg is genuinely so cute and i've only ever been to germany two other times so i've been to cologne for the christmas markets one year and then obviously last year I went to Berlin for Berlin Marathon and so to come back to Germany was super super cool and this was just a very it seemed like a very cute countryside like small town and I mean I don't want to speak too much about Nuremberg because I don't know very much about it I only went for a few days but it was such a beautiful town and I loved exploring around it and yeah it was just lovely and the first day was kind of just you know explore and relax and put your things down Friday was sort of the first day so we got on a bus to go to Adidas headquarters and when I tell you it is like the most massive campus like they literally have like bikes that you can cycle around the campus on we got an amazing tour and it was just so cool to learn more about the brand and I think really the first time for me that like it really helped me kind of not only learn more about the brand but just have that deeper appreciation for it and learning about its origins and how it came to be and just everything about like the Adidas archives I think was probably one of my favorite parts just seeing like the first football shoe the first running shoe and the first you know football and seeing and being able to hold the 2022 FIFA World Cup football that they played with just last year and they gave us like special gloves to wear because obviously you can't like actually touch anything and the room itself was like at a certain temperature so that products wouldn't decay and it was just a very very cool experience we got to go to a very cool panel as well where a lot of the biggest names in running were speaking and sharing about their experiences and then we got to head out with them to the track warm up with them before like they kind of went off and you know didn't want to do the workout with us but we did this sort of interval session which was it was good but I was I think I was under the impression that we were doing like a shakeout run we had a 5k race the next day and so it was a little bit of intervals but it was still super good it also really gave me an opportunity to learn and meet some of the other creators that were there and some people had flown in from like South Korea, from China, from Spain. And it was just nuts to meet so many different people from all over the world that had come for the Road to Records event. And so, and I think especially for me personally, it was really cool to meet some people from China because as I've mentioned prior on the podcast, I am half Chinese. So it was a great opportunity to practice my Mandarin, but it was just very cool. And I think it's especially cool when it's like you all Like you all may be from different parts of the world, but obviously you all share this love for running. And so it was just very cool to connect with people in that way. But yeah, that first day was really fun. We went to a really nice team dinner at this sushi restaurant. And then before you knew it, the next day, it was the Road to Records event. I mean, the Elite started much earlier in the morning and there were two world records broken for the women's 5K and 10K. And when I tell you like being up that close to like these elites that are running 
like so fast like literally like you could be watching them and you blink and they're like one minute they're there and one minute they're gone because they're so so fast and it was just so crazy and it was so inspiring obviously to watch like the women not only break the 5k and the 10k world record because go girls and yeah but like it was very cool and then before I knew it I had to go up and get ready for my race start and so I went into it like knowing that I could likely break my 5k pb and I think I did an episode last year around this so last year I ran my first ever 5k race and it was probably in the worst conditions possible I think it was like sometime late October or November and it was raining it was dark it was windy but we were at Battersea Park which was you know as we all know a very flat route but it was still pretty grim conditions and I I managed to scrape by with the 2306 which felt fast and felt really strong for me and obviously is fast so when I went into this I was hoping just to get anything better than that and I ended up with a 2216 which is super good and I am proud of myself but I will say like so the course itself was two laps around the campus but I definitely Again, as I always mention, I am so bad at this and I'm continuing to work on it. I shot out way too fast. <laughs> surprise, surprise. But I I basically just felt like I was like sprinting the first lap because my I think my times were something like 656, 657, which is pretty nuts because my mile PB from a few weeks ago was 618. So to be sort of in that sub seven zone for the first lap was definitely too quick for me, but pretty crazy. But then that meant that the second lap was just struggle city because I had a really bad stitch on my right side and I felt like I was just really struggling to breathe but this was also the first time that I raced without headphones because my airpods were having a bit of an issue but I was also just like with the team that day so I didn't really even like think to bring airpods and then I thought okay you know it's fine I'll just like race you know, it's just a 5k. I'll just race it without headphones. And I feel like it just made me realize and give me such, it gives me like, I have so much more respect for people who run without headphones and run like marathons without headphones because my God, did I hate listening to myself breathe. And especially when I'm like struggling and it's like really like heavy breathing, it was just, it was not fun. But we, we finished strong and we got a 2216, which is amazing. And yeah, it just, it's so crazy that like in the month of April, I technically PB'd three times, which probably doesn't sound very healthy. And I'm definitely going to be taking it easy for a little bit before my next race this month that is in less than three weeks. But yeah, with Manchester Marathon, 342.31. Then we had the mile PB at Emirates, 618. And now we had the 5K PB, 22.16. It was just like what what a weekend and just what a month but yeah just such a such a solid weekend and on the last day I did a little 10k plod around Nuremberg with one of the creators that was there her name is Cassia shout out to her you guys probably have heard of her or seen her videos on TikTok and she has her own podcast as well I will be having her on the podcast and I feel like we definitely should have just brought mics with us this weekend because I genuinely didn't think that we would get on as well as we did because and we just ended up 
like talking about so much stuff that we had in common and just deep topics. Like I honestly, I wish that I just had some wireless mics because I probably would have like five podcasts ready for you, but um, we'll just have to sit down and actually properly record them, but it will happen. And I'm very, very excited. And she was just, yeah, very cool to me. And it was just lovely to like go on a run with her the last day that we were there before our flight. But yeah, just like all around such a good weekend. And I'm just feeling so grateful and kind of like in relation to the, you know, hitting 50k, it is like a pretty, it's been a pretty nuts couple of past few months. And I think I just continue to practice gratitude and remind myself of like where I was a few years ago when I started the podcast. And like this, this, the stuff that I'm experiencing now is the stuff that I was dreaming of. And stuff that I didn't even ever think was possible for someone like me and so I think I'm just like I'm constantly reminding myself to be grateful and just to soak it all in and as busy as it can get it's such a good kind of busy because I'm so passionate about the podcast and running and a lot of this stuff and so yeah I'm just feeling very grateful and things have been very, very good. And April was just like a very incredible, incredible month. So that is, that wraps up like the weekend wrap up. And if you want to see more details and know more, you'll have to keep an eye out for the YouTube vlog. And as soon as it's live, I will include it in the show notes of this episode. But who knows, maybe it will be live by Friday and I can include it with this episode when it goes live, but no promises. So now we're going to go through a couple of questions from just the a question box that I had posted on Instagram. There are a couple of kind of recommending like future topics. So I'll, I've kind of noted those down and I will take those into consideration. But just some questions around sort of running in general and random questions as well, I guess like that don't really pertain to running, but more so to myself. And yeah, we'll just run through them. So the first question comes from Yasmina asking how to balance life. So in bracket it's working, running, strength, social life, etc. This is definitely a tough one and I think it's really hard, especially when you first start out in your running journey. It's like, okay, how am I going to do this? Especially if you're doing like half or full marathon training. I think any any training really in general just takes up such a big chunk of your life. And especially if this is like your first time getting into running, you might be like me and think like, okay, all I'm going to do is running and it's just about running. But then the more that you progress and sort of grow in your running journey, I think you then learn about how like the importance of strength training and mobility because I feel like I'm at a point now where like I definitely don't run every day but like on the days where I'm not running I'm either strength training I might be swimming I might be doing mobility and plyometrics so I think it's really important that you kind of find what works best for you and I think especially like thinking of your schedule but I think it's also a lot of trial and error but also making sure that you kind of have a pretty solid like day-to-day routine and kind of trying to keep it as similar as possible and when I say similar I guess I'm talking more of like when you go to bed when you wake up like make sure that that's pretty similar so that it's not like throwing your body clock off too much and this is coming from someone who definitely does not get enough sleep and is trying to work on going to bed earlier but I think it's just important with like I think it's important to assess whether or not you're a morning person or an evening person so whether you prefer to work out in the morning or the evening I think that will help you sort of structure out your day your daily schedule and you can kind of then sort of maybe fit in working or going to school and so if you're a morning person like me 
you do all that early in the morning and get it done before your work day or your school day starts. And for me personally, that just works out best because I personally like to have evenings for either just like my own chill time to be able to like chill out after work, make dinner, if I've got anything to like answer in terms of emails or edit, but also obviously like having that time to go and see friends and have dinner with friends or hang out with friends, go to run clubs, like run social, that sort of thing. So, and like if you're an evening person, you can almost kind of like switch those around and kind of find what works best for you. But it's definitely, I would just say like trial and error and it's it's not easy. <laughs> and I think all of us live very different busy lives. So I think it's just, again, like finding what, what works best for you. The next question comes from HRS Chaps. How to find a running coach and what made you choose your running coaches currently? So I've definitely been getting some DMs and questions over the past few months because as many of you know, I got a coach, a running coach in particular for the very first time at the beginning of the year. And I have been having such a great experience. And I think I've I've definitely wanted to kind of let myself get more immersed in the coaching before I have a full-on like dedicated episode around my experience with coaching because it's only been a few months and so I want to truly be able to like have a very like dedicated episode to this but also be able to have like the experience and you know kind of things to back up and hopefully maybe even like bring either like my own coach or someone from my coaching company or maybe just someone who is a coach themselves to sort of speak on the episode as well to talk about like the coaching aspect from their perspective as well because obviously I can only speak to like the athlete side but I can just say that it's been incredible so far I think when you're going about like finding a running coach, I think first and foremost, it's important to like do your research and kind of have a look around. You know, if you have running friends in the community, you can always ask like if they have coaches and what programs they use. And for me specifically, like one of my good friends that I met through the Instagram running community has been using my coaching program for years. And so she highly recommended them and she has like seen some incredible improvement in her running. And so I just felt really inspired and I really love everything that she stands for. And so that's why I chose to go with the coaching program that I am currently using. And for those that don't know, I do use a coaching company called Purdue Performance. It's run by Adam Clark and his partner, Charlotte Purdue. And I think I've linked them. I try and link them in the show notes of the episode, but if you are interested, you can go and have a look. They only are able to sort of offer spots for athletes if and when coaches have sort of the capacity for it which I think is great because then you know that like when you do get a spot with a coach you know that they are sort of dedicating that time to you so I think there are also a number of factors that were recommended to me from my friends who get coaches so things like you know, how often can you get in touch with them? You know, what is going to be the mode of communication, whether it's Zoom, WhatsApp, you know, each coach is going to be different and sort of what the frequency of that will be like. So for example, for me, I personally WhatsApp my coach after most of my runs because he does like me to sort of check in, let him know how I'm feeling and sort of go from there because it's, I don't get like, you know, if for example, I'm training for a marathon, I don't get all 16 to 20 weeks at once. He sort of does it week by week. And again, that then is sort of affected by how, what I'm 
letting him know the previous week in terms of like how I'm feeling, how my body's feeling. So like if I'm, if, if there's a really heavy week, I might, and if I say something like, you know, I'm really sore, I'm really tired, or I'm really struggling, he might then schedule a lighter week the next week, sort of just depending on what his plans are and that sort of a thing. But I find it's very personalized for me and it's been really helpful for me in the sense that it's helped me just grow in confidence as a runner and sort of know that you know my coach knows like what my limits are and he's able to push me not past that limit but he's able to show me like what I'm capable of and so I think I've spoken about that with the example of like threshold sessions and like you know I never thought that I'd be able to hold a 730-740 pace and knowing that that was my threshold pace at you know right before Manchester Marathon was really cool and also just such a confidence booster for me as a runner and so I think that coaches can definitely help in a number of ways and definitely not just the physical aspect of running but definitely the mental side as well and yeah I think I just I've heard so many good things about Purdue performance that's kind of why I chose my running coaches currently and I couldn't recommend them more and I appreciate that I've only had them for a few months but if you have any questions you can always DM me ask me questions or you can even reach out to Purdue themselves you can you can book in a sort of first session just to have a chat and see if it's the right fit for you but I personally have I feel like I've seen so many improvements in my own running and it's also just helped in sort of my relationship with running because when you're kind of going through that first discussion of like whether or not you know this is for you you fill out a form that essentially you can outline your running goals and something that was really important for me to outline was the fact that while I'm a diligent runner and I will do every workout that my coach assigns me I let him know what I want to work on what I need the coach for is to tell me to chill out to have more rest days to you know have more quality sessions rather than just cramming in you know a bunch of like mileage and a quantity sort of a sense and I I genuinely believe that that's why I was so successful in Manchester Marathon. So I think just continuing that mantra and that sort of idea going forward and, you know, and I think like mixing up your workouts as well with the cross training really helps with that because I know that for me, I'm someone who really loves running. And so not being able to run like, you know, six, seven days a week was definitely tough at first. But I think now that I've seen what I'm capable of when I do practice that, it's really awesome. And so I think my coach has also sort of helped me in that like relationship with running and being able to know that I don't need to be running every single day and I can have I can take more rest days and still be successful in my running so I will do an episode someday later down the line sort of around coaching and like what my experience has been but until then I definitely want to have more of an experience with it and I think that episode maybe would come out like after Chicago Marathon just so that I can see what it's like after we do a couple of like full training you know, blocks for this 10K, these half marathons, and obviously then the full marathon that I have coming up just to see what that's all like. So then I can sort of, you know, mold that into an episode post-Chicago, hopefully. The last question that I want to answer, I think is super interesting because I've definitely thought about doing an episode on this but I will just include it in sort of the last part of this episode just because I've never really thought about making this an entire episode in itself but it's not this it's not the first time that I've seen this question and I have done a couple of TikTok videos on this just explaining like my story and I have a little playlist for the topic specifically but the question comes from Alexia so moving to London as an American tips how you did it etc so like I said I have like 
in American in London playlist on TikTok that you can check out where I like answer certain questions or talk about certain aspects. But essentially, long story short, I studied abroad. I was one of those Americans that studied abroad during my undergrad, literally for 28 days in 2017. I was at the University of Greenwich studying abroad and I just completely fell head over heels in love with London. And it was sort of the first, it was my first time in the UK, but it was also sort of the first time that I stepped outside of like the bubble that I was in when I was in college and just saw that, you know, there was so much more and that, you know, being somewhere like London, you have such easy access to like different countries in Europe to go and visit. And I just loved everything about London and just truly fell in love with it that I went back and spent my entire last year of college figuring out and researching different master's programs. Because for me specifically, I knew that I wanted to do a master's program after my undergrad because I sort of was changing my mind a lot during my undergrad. And I didn't really know what I wanted to do until like the very end. And at that point, you're kind of finishing out the last of the requirements for your degree if you do a degree in the states and so I knew that I wanted to do something more specific and so that's what I ended up doing in a master's program in London and so I came for that master's basically three months after I graduated from my undergrad and from that master's I was able to get some placement experience and that sort of landed me into my job my first job sort of after graduating from the master's which was working in quality improvement in the NHS and I've sort of always worked in like digital healthcare ever since really and sort of been somewhat still tied to the NHS but that's sort of why I'm in the UK I am you know I mean I, I think it comes to no surprise that I'm really passionate about healthcare but I think in sort of my educational and career stance, it's been more in relation to like hospitals and healthcare. And I think I just really, something that I loved about the UK when I came initially almost six years ago now was just, you know, learning about the NHS and other healthcare systems around the world. And I think I just struggled a bit, you know, being passionate about healthcare and realizing that I did not want to work in the healthcare system in the US just because yeah I think I I really I really love how the NHS do it and I know that obviously all healthcare systems have their pros and cons but for me personally I loved it enough that I wanted to make the move and that's just kind of how I've ended up here and it's definitely not easy I will say that like and I've gotten some of you that have found me on LinkedIn as well um, and I'm always happy to talk about this especially with like people who are coming over for like masters or jobs that sort of thing but it definitely is not easy as an American because you have to kind of go through these different visas so like while I was in the master's program I was on a student visa and then now that I've been in a few jobs essentially I'm on a work visa but whenever you change jobs you have to change into a new work visa which is a bit of a process but for me personally it's all worth it and sort of my end goals is to remain and so I'm hoping to you know get a couple more years under my belt and then apply for my right to remain but yeah I kind of for me at the moment I definitely just foresee myself staying in the UK I really love you know the quality of life here and I love just being here and it's it truly and genuinely makes me happy And I spent a lot of the pandemic just like wishing and like, you know, just thinking of like what it would be like to work and live in the UK because during that time, I think I've probably shared in in one episode or another, I essentially had to go back to my parents' house, not, not just because the world was shutting down, but because my student visa expired and it was just really hard to interview at the time and find a job. So I just ended up having to like move home and 
the entire time, the entire year that I was there, all I was thinking about was just moving back to London, being in London and just everything about it. I don't, I just can't explain it. Like, but if you've ever fallen in love with a city, that is the feeling that I have. And so I'm just really genuinely so happy and I feel so lucky to be here. But yeah, like I said, I mean, genuinely, if you wanted me to do like a whole episode on it, I'm not sure like how much of like how relatable that would be to resiliency and running, but I am happy to talk about it. I think it's definitely an interesting topic and like something that I would have loved to listen to if there was like a podcast episode, like explaining everything for me when I was trying to figure out the entire system because it is confusing, but also like, if you do just have like a question or anything you're more than welcome to dm me or email me i am always very happy to talk about this stuff and so much so that i actually am a guest lecturer for that study abroad program that initially was the first thing that brought me over here. And so I do this every year, at least once a year, I go and speak to students that were once my place and talk about how I moved to the UK. So genuinely, if you wanted me to talk more about it, I'm more than happy to. But yeah, I definitely love talking about that sort of thing. But those are the questions that I think I'm going to answer because we are almost at 45 minutes. And I do know that my last episode, was it my last episode? No, it was the my episode before was quite long and I'm trying to keep them not too long. So I hope that you enjoyed this kind of random chatty episode. I just wanted to catch up and just share some exciting stuff. But like I said, I will keep you updated on all things resiliency and running merchandise and yeah just stay tuned for more exciting content exciting things in the works and obviously got more races coming up so really exciting times but I hope that you are having a lovely day when you're listening to this and thank you again so much for listening and tuning in every week and I can't wait to see you in the next episode All right, everyone, that's going to wrap up another episode of the Resiliency and Running Podcast. I really do hope that you enjoyed it. As always, if I mention any links or any resources, I will leave them in the show notes of the episode. But like I said, I'm really looking forward to seeing you in the next episode. And thank you as always for listening to the Resiliency and Running Podcast. I'll see you there. Bye.